In a world where content is limitless, two dudes forge an unbreakable bond to become a part of something larger than themselves by creating a podcast unlike nothing the world has ever heard. Time is running out, and all hope will soon be lost. Their content could hold the key to fight against the darkness. No matter how many podcasts the people have listened to, they haven't heard us. Not us united. Nick. Yes. Do you like apples? Oh, boy. Here we go. Well, how about them apples? You know what I mean? Hey, we're talking about we're talking about Goodwill hunting. Good Willie the Hunt. Good Willie, Willie, Willie Wonka and the Hunting Chocolate Factory. Have you ever started a podcast better than that? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. (laughs) Nick, would you like to explain why we're talking about Goodwill hunting? Yes. So, um, we have been reviewing over 20 movies. Well, I guess we've done over 20 episodes, but at this point, um, uh, it's mostly just been reviews. And so we decided that we kind of wanted to revisit some older movies. We've done that kind of on a, in a few different episodes, but we kind of wanted to express to you why we love um, those movies in particular. So while the, we'll probably score them and kind of review them in some ways, it's all coming from a lens of movies that we just want to share with people. Mm-hmm. Um, this also coincides with a little side project that you and I are doing yes. where we'd like to um, pick like two movies a year from – the early 90s to today mm-hmm. basically our lifetime and write a little i book. don't know what you would call it I, I i call it a book you just call it a book so in my mind i've always wanted to be an author yeah or like just have like a book like i don't care how many people buy it i don't mm-hmm. care whatever i want to have like a physical book mm-hmm. that like i've written mm-hmm. and so my idea i brought up to nick was like we should write a book mm-hmm. we kind of came up with the idea of like what if we did like movies of our lifetime or like the best movies of our lives so we started in 91 yes 92 92 sorry sorry to make you a little older yeah um and so we started with nick's birth year if i can say yes yeah that's fine um and then then we went if it's roughly wrapped up by next year sometime it would be a clean 30 a clean a clean 30 for you yeah. yeah so we're kind of taking that and also like what if we did the like, it's easiest to just like if we write the review we could just talk about the review yeah. so i guess we haven't picked our 1997 books or movies yet but one of us could pick goodwill hunting because we that's both true i think we both love this movie i do think we both love this movie and it could make its way into the book i think this is just a mutual mm. movie that we love true there probably will be a few movies that um you know that i love that maybe you don't or mm-hmm. that you love and that I don't as much. But this one I think was mutual, so it made sense to go ahead and just talk about it. Yeah. I think the idea of this was also just why we love movies. Mm-hmm. Like, let's talk about, like, movies that are just really great and um, kind of what movies kind of got us into movies mm-hmm. or, like, different different movies that we just – we love. That are just like, okay, this yeah. is a reason why we love cinema and we love movies more than like other art genres because of just like the way this looks or like the way like how this how how this movie made us feel and i think google hunting is a really great example of that yeah of just like this movie is just one that makes you feel and it's just like Mm -hmm. this is such a really interesting example of really like acting Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. holding just a, a really high role at acting and screenwriting yeah. is like the key to this movie. Right. Hundred yeah. percent. I think too, like as a um like growing up, like when I got to like young adulthood or into like my early twenties, Goodwill Hunting also just hit a little different too, because you knew that like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, this was kind of their start and they were mm-hmm. really young dudes who just had written a a screenplay and we're like hey we really want to make this movie and so it just kind of was like this one just hits a little different because it's like oh man this is kind of like ultimately something i would love to do one yeah. day that would be fun you know like um just young dudes who like movies and that kind of yeah. feels like where we fall into it so i feel like it's just significant in that regard as mm-hmm. well it's crazy to think like they just kind of wrote this and gave it to the studio and we're like, this is like a passion project of ours. Like, this is so weird to be like them looking back on them now and how much their careers have just been exploded. Like literally one of them became Batman. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like crazy to see like this is where they start off. So just yeah. some guys from Boston, you know. And one of them became Jason Bourne, which is basically just Batman. But he yeah. just doesn't know that he's Batman. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So it's just crazy to like, I don't know. It's a cool success story for me to be like, and I, I have a, a soft spot for Matt Damon. I think he's a really cool guy. Mm-hmm. Um, ben Affleck is cool too. But yeah. I, 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 I might get into it, but I have a Matt Damon thing to share. Oh, boy. Which I've shared with you very briefly, but... Oh. We, we can get I into that. I don't know if I remember now. We can Uh-oh. get into that later. Well, and that's fine because I am actually more of a Ben Affleck fan myself. Huh. All right. So, Mamma Mia. He is uh, um, my favorite Batman of all time. Mm. Ironically. Even though I would say that out of all of the movies that he's in, they're the worst ones. I don't tend to like them as much, but I love right. him as Bruce Wayne. Him Batman. as Batman is great. I agree with you that he might be the best Batman, even though Christopher Nolan's um, Christian Bale's yeah. Batmans are probably, are, are I think, by far the yeah. best ones. Mm-hmm. But him as Batman is good. Yeah. But Ben Affleck is, I think he's a great Batman. I agree. Yeah. Until but, we see Robert Pattinson. Until we see Rob Bat. Robbie Patton Pat. Woo! That, Pat. that does look like it could be good. I, I'm uh, really trying not to get my hopes up. I know. I um, when we went saw Dune, yeah, and I saw the trailer for the first time in the theater. Hell oh yeah. man, it was crazy. Hell it, was, it was nuts. Yeah. We were having a good time there. We was walking in the fire, <sighs> and just like having a a Fact Batman gosh. movie that like is going to be very red mm-hmm. was wild. Like yeah. a lot of the scenes were very like at dusk, mm-hmm. like. A lot of orange. It's, it looks like it's shot immaculately. Mm-hmm. So very excited for that. Um, yes. But Goodwill Hunting. What's your What's your background with Goodwill Hunting? Like, when was the first time you kind of saw it? Like, what's What's going on with that? Not um, like at its release date or anything mm-hmm. like that. But um, this was one of those movies where it was like, an um, it was not optional. My dad was like, "Hey, if wow. they're going to be like." 10 movies that you watch it's star wars is one of them mm. goodwill hunting is another um i couldn't tell you what the other eight are but i'm just saying like it his yeah was he's like, like hey these are these are it you oh. know um and he actually introduced me to a lot of like unique films that i wouldn't have normally watched um that are like to me are like staples but then when i ask people it's like hey have you seen like the warriors and people are like what the hell's the warriors the boxing like, movie right no oh the the gang movie. Oh, I haven't, seen. I haven't, I haven't heard So for of me, it. it's like, it's dude, insane. the Warriors. Are you saying you're like, um, 
he like introduced me to like a lot of these like weird cult classics. Hmm. But the way he described them to me was like, oh, they're popular. Oh, I know the Warriors come yes. out and play. Yes, yeah, exactly. Anyway, sorry. Great movie. We should watch it together. Sure. That'd be a blast. Um, wild movie. Um, but this was also one of them, and uh, yeah, it's just classic. I mean, there. I'd be really curious on like who would have a lot of critiques against this film. Yeah, I think the only thing you can say bad about this movie is it might be slow. But even then, like, I feel like I went, I went in to rewatch this, and I was like, "Oh, two hours." I'm like, "Oh, that was that's way longer than I remember." And then it just breezes by. Mm-hmm. It's so quick. Yeah, and slow in and of itself isn't bad. No, not you at all. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it's intentional. Mm-hmm. Like there's movies that like use slow to almost like drive you crazy. Like right. for me, like Midsommar was like one of the longest movies I've ever watched. Yeah, because like fair. I just need to get out of here. Yeah, and it's like it want you want to leave, and somehow that makes it mm-hmm. longer. In that regard, like, well done with pacing, because it's right. like, get me out of here. Um, in this movie, though, it it lets everything breathe enough that by the time it ends, you now care for, like, three or four, five, six, seven characters. Pretty much like, all it's of like them, yeah. Every single person, you're like, oh, I love that guy. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah, there's, like, oh, I love that guy. they take the time to make each character, like, feel real. Yeah. Um, so, I really enjoy it. I think this is such a character piece. I think my experience with this movie, I saw it, definitely didn't see it when it came out because I was a year old. Um, this was released in 97. Yeah. Um, and so I saw it mm, freshman year of college. So like 2014, 2015 or so. Oh, interesting. Um, so, so within the last like decade. you've Yeah, within the last like six years. So it wasn't like something I grew up on, um, which is interesting. And we can talk about later like that your dad specifically brought up this movie, mm-hmm. which has like a dad figure. Mm-hmm. issue almost mm-hmm. so that's interesting mm-hmm. um but i never saw this movie and i don't even think a lot of people really talk about this movie and maybe it's just because i'm a little younger and it's just like kind of skipped over me mm-hmm. but like a lot of people that i talk to don't really know what this movie is yeah. except for like oh that one with that the matt damon mm-hmm. thing um but i saw it in college and like um avid listeners of the podcast may know that like in 2014 2015 i kind of had like a resurgence in like oh, right. m- yeah. for movies like mm-hmm. right one like mad max and like yeah. and like whiplash oh my goodness Whew. yeah there's some pretty cool <sighs> we'll talk about that like experiences yeah <laughs> yeah and so i like that was definitely my turning point between like oh yeah i love star wars and lord of the rings and like great big epic blockbuster movies mm-hmm. and like animated cartoon movies yeah like atlantis and, and el dorado and all this stuff that i love el dorado that's gonna be the in the masterpiece. book. Yeah, that's gonna be in the book. Let me tell you that. That one's already written. It's ready to go. Um, We're getting some teasers. But uh, it's this is like this is another example of like oh wow this is showing me like the art of cinema mm. and showing me like this was like kind of a good study for me in like saying like okay this is something that isn't just like an action movie. This is like really like heart character driven. Mm. Where, like, it's, it is this slow pace, and it is this, like, character piece, but, like, it is just, like, I don't know, it was, it was, it was kind of, like, more than just, it, it was it, eye-opening to me in that, like, oh, it's more than just, hey, you got Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, a movie can be more than just, like, yeah effects on a screen. Right. And so. Yeah, no, that's fair. I think that's on, like, ultimately what you're starting to hear, too, around, like, the Marvel movies. You either, like, love them because you're 
like, hey, this is cool. They're giving us all these things. And then there's people who are just like, they're trash because they're not real right. movies and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And it's like, I think they've learned a thing or two since Star Wars. So I think they actually do have heart in them mm-hmm. and stuff. But I do think that that's overall the, the critique. Yeah, it, the, the, the thing that's hard to get is um, getting a nice heart to a movie and also having these great visual effects, which yeah. is maybe where Dune can succeed a little bit. Yeah. But like, I guess it's like... rely on the special effects yeah like having this like to take place of the heart yeah having like a what less than a million dollar movie here with goodwill hunting that probably took less i mean i don't know salaries for williams but i think he did it pretty cheaply Mm -hmm. um but just like having such an emphasis on the the script and the acting um and it's not just like hey blockbuster like having like yeah a a non-blockbuster movie just feel like oh Mm -hmm. this is like a different side to an art of cinema that i really enjoy now like looking like man this is like like some of my favorite movies are like yeah as as you know indie weird Mm -hmm. whatever small budget i I always give you crap for that but it's like the truth is like if they never got robin williams for this film no one would have seen it right and it would have been an indie like not golden you know like Mm -hmm. it would have not been known by the public as much Mm -hmm. right and i think like we really need to reflect on like what's getting out there to the people because sometimes you're probably missing some like really beautiful pieces of art Mm -hmm. just because people want to go and eat popcorn and go whoa instead of like feel something you know what i mean like and that's not saying i'm not trying to belittle that if Mm -hmm. you want to go watch cars run into each other and blow up right not naming any specific series (laughs) By all means, go after it, you know. But sometimes it's these movies where you're like, oh, yeah. What I would give for like more Goodwill Hunting's mm-hmm. to exist. Yeah, I think there's value in both. Yeah, like I, I kind of have this conversation with my dad. He's more of like an escapism in his movies. Like he wants Fair. to see like I just want to have fun. I don't like I don't really want to think about real it. things. Or yeah. like I don't even want like like think about too many things. I just kind of like want to watch a movie and have yeah. good. And like obviously he likes we like very similar movies, but like. A good while hunting, he'd be like, "Oh, it's good. It's just not his cup of tea." And so, like, right, I would be more like, "I, I like the good, like, I like the good while hunting." Mm-hmm. Where it's kind of like, "Man, just rip my heart out a little bit." You know what I mean? Like, I want to just die a little bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think I told you this, but there's like a, a random like once a quarter. Sometimes I'll just get like sleeplessness, mm. and my only fix is sometimes I'll wake wake up at two in the morning. It's like I can't sleep. So I just go down and I watch as many sad movies as I can until I fall asleep. Or I just stay up for the rest of them. It's like, it's just like the one thing it's like, I don't want something that's going to be like, wakes me up. I just want something that kind of could lull me back to sleep. But instead I just end up like crying a bunch and then I'm like, okay, I'm fine. You're you're like crying. I'm so tired. I'm tired, but I'm so sad. You fall fall asleep from crying. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there's those late nights where you can't go to bed, watch a movie. Yeah. Great times. But I think sometimes like, if you have such an emotional reaction to a movie, it sometimes helps you remember. And I think that's why this one is stuck with us. Cause there is something to this mm-hmm. movie. You can, you can resonate it in a multitude of ways. There is love in this movie. Mm-hmm. Not, it's a little more unorthodox than your like average one. Like yeah. there's no actual like closure at the end. You're just like, there's hope at the end. Right. And then there's this really cool friendship that's formed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also just a lot of brokenness. Like it, it gets incredibly like dark real. and real also while being like incredibly innocent and cool. And the other thing that I really like about this movie is it tackles the idea of 
what makes you intelligent. Mm-hmm. And there's this real duality in the in the movie of, well, this is what pays well, so get the degrees that pay well, because then that's considered successful intelligence. Mm. Versus, do what your like passion is, and go deep into what your passion is, and you might make less, but in the end, you like really care about what you're right. doing, right? You know? And mm. so. That's what I. Re- that's probably my favorite part of this movie is basically mm-hmm. the duality of Robin Williams and Stellan Skarsgård's characters mm-hmm. of like, Will should go and be a smart dude who could like make millions of dollars, mm-hmm. and to get like all these awards and these yeah. accolades and like, he's so smart. What a waste if he doesn't do this. <laughs> and like, Robin Williams is here going. None of it matters in the end if you don't like. Enjoy. care yeah. and enjoy about what you're doing you mm-hmm. know like the all the awards wouldn't bring his wife back you know mm-hmm. all the 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 intelligence could never get him to mm-hmm. the fulfillment that he's looking for in life you know yeah i totally agree i think that just lines up with probably both of our probably life philosophies and like mm-hmm. robin williams is just like the love and just like hey just like go get the girl and i'm like yeah go get the girl dude Jeez, my guy. <laughs> all right see you later i, th- I think that's what the end and like i guess we can move into i don't think we were in non-spoileries i guess but like the i think the ending speaks to like that yeah um kind and of everyone's like, had about 20 years so yeah triumph so um uh do we want to say anything about non-spoilers or because like i don't, I don't want to be like oh spoiler time and no one no, no one be ready mm. i feel like you clicked on this one if you're like if you know what's going on. Yeah. Okay, fair. And we'll we'll title it Movies We Love. And so I think at that point, people are going to be like, oh, I want to know why they love it. Yeah. Well, we're going to tell you. Okay, well, I'm just saying spoilers from now on. I, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm going to say I'm free fair to enough. talk about yeah, spoilers. Yeah. Conscious, yeah. Okay. Yeah, conscious, yeah. It's clean. <laughs> yes, it's clean. My, my, my heart is clean. Um, yeah, so the ending where he, like, chooses to go for the girl. Yeah. And, and yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. Um. What would you say, so, there's no, like, when I think about this movie, technically, Mm. there's no, like, specific camera thing that Mm. I'm, like, thinking about, but I'm almost, like, isn't that the achievement of itself, that I'm not, like, oh, that edit was insane, Mm. it was just, like, I just, I'm, I, not every movie has to have like some sick like continuous one shots or stuff like that or like mm. some weird gimmick to look how cool this is but like um i like it like everything yeah. felt like pretty intimate when it needed to feel intimate and then mm-hmm. it kind of like widened when things needed to kind of feel distant mm-hmm. and worried and stuff like that so um two things you... about that yeah. um one i think your point of not noticing it is valid yeah and being like yeah that's like a lot of people say about a good score which i think can be yeah. a little demeaning to it where it's like if you don't hear a good score then it's a good score because then like it blended in with the movie a fair sure. point and so the editing i think is is a little bit harder to notice than yeah. like a blatant like like a, a 1970 yeah or like there's that scene in creed where there's that one shot of like uh the the, the one yeah. of the fights is just a one shot but i think like all it I'll, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, the way it's shot is just... It's intimate. Get ready for what these guys are about to do. We're about to just give them the stage. Yeah. Because there's a few of those, like, Ben Affleck's, like, faking to be 
um, Goodwill Hunting mm-hmm. interview. Absolutely iconic, insane. Yeah. Like I love it. Like, and it's shot like it's it's shot very well because yeah. it's shot like you see yeah you see you see, you like you start from like you do an establishing style of the office then you move yeah. up to the three people who are on the board and you don't hear the voice and then when you hear the voice then the camera turns yes. and, and shows Ben Affleck yeah exactly so that again it's like technically shot well but yes. like that's not what you're really thinking about during this scene you're yeah. thinking about the character which is ultimately yeah what you're yeah so I guess yeah I shouldn't say it as a as a critique of like against it it's almost like no, hey. No. You've like let me just like I almost feel like I've gone into this movie. And that's I I understood it like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are two shots that I really much enjoyed. One of them is um, when Ben Affleck is giving his speech to Matt Damon, um, where he's like, "I don't want to, I don't want to see you yeah. here in fifty years." And so like, there's I just I just always love one shots and zoom ins on people. So yeah. I'm a sucker for it. So they're like sitting on the car. Yep. And he's having the conversation, and, and Matt Damon's like, "Man, yeah, I'm gonna be here for the rest of my life. I'm gonna be here for the rest of my life." Li- yeah. F- F- hey, Boston Patriots, <laughs> and then uh, and Matt and then Ben Affleck, like, and the camera's static at that point, and Ben Affleck turns and says, "Like, I don't want you to be here." And then the camera yeah. starts to move, oh, and that yeah. brings a lot of like oh, movement to the yeah, scene. And so to... now we're going into as Ben Affleck is talking, it zooms in closer on Matt yeah. Damon and his reaction. So I think that is very nicely well yeah, shot. So it's agreed. like. There's moments like that, and another part that I, I like just caught for the first time. I think this this viewing, which is probably my third or fourth viewing of the movie, um, when Stellan Skarsgård goes to like the janitor's the mm-hmm. their office and is like, "Hey, I'm trying to find Mr. Goodwill Hunting," and yeah. they're like, "Yeah, Boston, yeah, f out Go of here, Boston. Go <laughs> Boston, <laughs> wicked, get out hey, of here, my wicked smart, <laughs> yeah." So. There's a really cool moment where um, I might even be like a little bit of a mistake, but like, so you see there's like, you know, panning back and forth between the two of them, the professor and his assistant, and then the two janitors. And so the two janitors are talking and that's hard to describe, but like the, the it's shot on the janitors and they're like responding, 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 and the camera moves forward. Well, okay. So there's like, there's everyone's standing still mm-hmm. and they're talking, talking, talking. And then as soon as we skip the perspective of Stellan Skarsgård's, like, looking at the janitors, the camera starts to move. And that's when we get a turn, a cut to Stellan Skarsgård actually moving towards the janitors. Oh, so it's kind of hard to describe. So, mm-hmm. like, as the camera started moving, it got, like, everyone prepped for movement. Interesting. And so hmm. as the camera started moving towards you, felt like you were Stellan Skarsgård moving into talking with the janitors more. Oh, yeah. Okay. I get what you're saying. It's hard to describe. Yeah, I'll but have to rewatch that again. That but that's scene, cool. if you see, there's a little, there's like a one second movement. Yeah, when it's just before, to create motion. Yeah, so it so creates that, motion. Yeah, yeah, that's neat. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess I'm like trying to like think of other things we can talk about before the acting because yeah. obviously <laughs> that's just like, you know. Um, I think. What about the the theme? Like Baston. Did you feel like you and Baston? Oh. <laughs> I love this movie, Wicked Hot. <laughs> I love it. Um, no, that was good, and it was. It wasn't like everyone had to have that act. It wasn't mm-hmm. like everyone's, you know, just like Robin Williams fit right in mm-hmm. without having to have like a crazy accent, yeah. you know. And also, oh man, now that I've started talking about Robin, okay, oh, here, here, here it goes. <laughs> um, I want to dress like Robin Williams <laughs> <laughs> so badly. <laughs> I want those sweaters. And oh yeah, I do have the hat, but I need yeah. like another couple of those hats. Yeah, and then, uh, oh, dude, 
that's just mm. the the magic of this movie is not only is it so good but it's like it gives you a glimpse to be like hey remember that guy who's an absolute spaz on stage watch him like bring down the house this is his best performance it's insane i and like I and love, he's a comedic genius. Yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's he brilliant. says like three funny things tops in this movie. Yeah. You know, you're just like, dude, this guy is incredibly talented beyond. He's so reserved. What people in this. know him. For, yeah, he's you know? so like quiet and gentle in this performance, and it's 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 my favorite performance of his by far. Yeah. Um, he's so just genuine and open and comforting, and like having the movie just set around like this idea of like counseling is such an interesting topic and just diving into that mindset um and him like like i would love to say that like this movie would still succeed without robin williams one because perhaps it was just that well written because it was that well written um and then maybe people would still see it because it was that good but i can't i don't think i can say that because no, robin williams really like just nails it he crushes it i heard some of the lines that he says too are like <laughs> he was just driving and was just like hey like Son of a bitch, he stole my line. Yeah. All Robin Williams. Not actually written. Oh, that's insane. I think it was just like, I think he was supposed to be like, good line. Mm-hmm. And I guess like one take, he was just like, son of a bitch, stole my line. And there's like, <laughs> fuck, dude. All right, you're in. <laughs> like, <laughs> He's so you good. Win. You win. I think um, how he got connected to the project was like, uh, Affleck and Damon like gave the script to the producers and Robin Williams read it. And he's like, I need to be this character. Yeah. Like he read it. And he's like, I'm connected to this project. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how it is. Mm-hmm. And then I think selling Skarsgård wasn't super well known at the time. He's had such a long career that I don't know. He could have also like peaked and then kind of disappeared for a little bit. Peaked. Like, I think he's been around doing mm-hmm. stuff quite a bit. Mm-hmm. He kind of reminds me of like a, like a Donald Sutherland yeah. or something where it's just like, dude, has popped off multiple times in multiple decades. Mm-hmm. I just, I just give him the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. This, this could have been some of his first work. I don't remember, mm-hmm. but he's old enough that you know he's been around for a while. But do you have a favorite Robin Williams scene in this movie? It's probably a tie. Well, I mean, whew, shit. Um, I mean the. The re- repetition of "It's not your fault," <laughs> oh. 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 is it's so good. I mean, that's a Nick out of ten scene right there. Um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, there's genuine like, there's genuine like connection from. You can get past this. Mm-hmm. Trust me, and it, it it's not because like. Cause you're amazing or you're great. Like, it's just like, look, you are holding on to a burden that you were never meant to carry. And I feel like anybody who watches this could probably resonate with that scene of mm. like, you're probably holding on to something from yeah. your past that you need to let go yeah. one, because it doesn't do you any good. It just weighs you down. Mm-hmm. And two, it probably was something out of your control. And so if it, if it was something you could do, go ask for forgiveness for sure. But like, if it wasn't something you did, because, like, at one point during that scene, Will is basically, like, he gave me three options of what he could beat me with. Mm-hmm. It was, like, my belt, or his belt, like, his something, yeah. or, like, a hammer. Mm-hmm. And he said, I always pick the hammer because screw him, that's why. And you're just like, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Like, that just, like, 
woof. Can't say I resonate with that, <laughs> but like, but the whole like it's not your Hold fault it, yeah. of like, you didn't deserve to be treated that mm-hmm. way, regardless of who made you think you did. You know, um, that's wild. Um, that was a great scene. I think the beauty of that scene, if we want to stay there for a moment, yes. um, is oh, is um, that was me. Okay, good. <laughs> as um, Matt Damon's response to that scene, it starts like, it's not your fault. And Matt Damon's like, yeah, sure, whatever, don't care. Yeah, and it's like, it's not your fault. After like three times, he's and it's like, not your fault. Like he says, yeah, he says it so much, and just like the slowly breaking down. All of a sudden, you see the vulnerability. Like, yeah, the vul- like, yeah, to let go. and that just yeah. feels so real and so genuine. Well, yeah, and like, very well done. I I cry there every time. It's so yeah. good. Can you imagine flexing? Like, okay, so like, pretend you're what? Are these guys like nineteen? Something like, like that. Yeah, twenties, early twenties. You wrote max. a movie. You got Robin Williams being a movie. You win. Like, yeah. good job. <laughs> now you get to act with with Robin Williams. You win. <laughs> Third, you act as good as Robin Williams <laughs> in the scene with Robin Williams. You win. Yeah. Like, you could, he could have made this movie and, and just said, I'm done. He, I honestly love Matt Damon. He's, pro- he's still writing off of Good Will Hunting. Like, Hell yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't? I mean, it was just so good. Like, and that's not even, like, a shame, you know? Mm. Like... You got to make your paychecks now. Just cash in. Like you oh, made yeah. it to the NBA. Like now, just don't get hurt. Yeah, you know, like That's pretty much this pretty much, was it. Yeah, you don't have to make another good. Like I don't know. Like this is I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like this is your once in a lifetime movie. Yeah, it's just it. It's a home run at your first at bat. You win an Oscar for screenwriting in this movie. Matt yeah. Damon's only Oscar. Um, and it's just like. It's insane. Like, yeah, to hold hold par with like a titan of acting. Oh, it's that scene. Who could just take it in any direction? Yeah, like, he I'm is sure there's some improv again in there. Woof. Yeah. Woof. Oh, it's so that is I'm speechless. That is, and the whole movie is like building up to this scene. Yeah. Like it's just like it's like oh it's nice and there's like you know good and bad stuff that's happening but just like the slow breakdown of that scene again it's shot very well where the camera there's no cuts it's just held on matt damon the pressure is on matt damon yeah and then he fought, he finally breaks mm-hmm. like this whole movie he's been he's been strong he's been strong he's been strong he's been, he's been fighting back being lashing out i mean he just breaks and it's just like oh it's just like such a release to the movie that just like feels it just feels so impactful so that that mm-hmm. moment is by far like the best yeah. it makes it makes this movie but I will say, the one that I think like I would go to often though, just like good lessons, is the one when they're on the bench mm. and he goes, "You think you're hot shit because you can solve a few math problems." Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah, and it just like cuts him at his like Matt Damon's the whole time is like, "No one can beat me because I'm the best," and he's like, "What? I don't give a shit if you're the best. How are you at like caring for people?" Yeah, and he's just like, "Well." It's like, yeah, that's what I thought. Well, it's also, too, he makes the point of, like, I'm sure you could tell me when the Sistine Chapel was made. Yeah. Is that the, that's but the you'll same, never yeah. understand, like, why it was painted the yeah, way that it was. Or exactly. Like the beauty or, or the beauty, it. yeah. And that's, like, that's, like, just, like, oh, I just love that idea. Knowing of like, versus seeing, you yeah, know, or, like. Or experiencing, or, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you've never been outside of Boston. You probably never drank something that isn't Sam Adams, mm-hmm. um, which, God bless you. But, yeah. <laughs> go Pats or whatever. Go Pats. <laughs> um. But, like, having that idea of, like, yeah, Goodwill Hunting is a genius. He is a genius. He's a one in yeah. a, a billion generational genius. Yeah. 
but like if you're not experiencing life then what's like then what's the point exactly. like you need to you need to be like living with people and loving people right. and like like living your life you can't be like well i feel this math problem yeah. great yeah every every time i go to pay my like student loans i never go man thank you for the degree you gave me mm. but what i do say is you know what this is a small price to pay for the friendships mm-hmm. and the like current relationships that i have now and like where i'm at socially financially and all this stuff is because of the people that i met mm. through that experience yeah. you know yeah. um but no, I never give them a dollar and be like, "Gosh, thank you for such a quality." Wow, <laughs> you, you look at and you look at your degree and you look at it, put it on your wall or whatever, and you're like, like "That's right there." Yeah, that degree that I had to pay thirty dollars to get yeah. shipped to me. Yeah, Woo-hoo. yeah. Um, but the other thing that I liked about this movie too was, you don't need someone to tell you, you got your degree, as long as you're like, you can be self-taught. Like, he was to the point where, like, he just kind of would get honorary degrees because of how smart he was. Yeah. Like, he didn't actually have to attend college, you know? Yeah. That's wild. That's and it also just shows you, like, you know, I just thought that was an interesting, like, I know we don't know many, I don't know too many, like, genius-level people that didn't go get formal education. Yeah. However, I don't think it has to necessarily correlate. Mm. Like, there is enough information out there. It's just, are you willing to put in the... And he did. Like he's like, I just read all the books in the library. Yeah, <laughs> he just like, had like this Whoa. hunger for knowledge. Where he like he yeah. just like learned. He like took the time and like yeah. he didn't just went to pay the degree. He just like went to the library. Mm-hmm. That's the line where he's like talking to the guy in the bar. I was like, hey, you paid fifty thousand dollars. I paid a one fifty late fee at the library. Oh, how you like them apples? I like them apples, baby. <laughs> hey, get your apples out. <laughs> um, yeah. I just I can't get over the fact of like this is your first at bat yeah. and you just you kill it but I think for me it's just like that's what I love those like if there's a story that comes to you it can it can be beautiful to other people besides you cuz yeah. like this was just their first shot and yeah. that's awesome. It's a beautiful story. Would you talk to or talk to the point you mentioned earlier of yeah. like basically selling out like he goes to all these, the, all the interviews. He could go. He worked. For, he has that line with the CAA. It's like, well, I could do this, except if I do that and I unknowingly like kill these right. whatever people. Like, what what of that specifically kind of spoke to you? Like, can we kind of hinted towards mm-hmm. some of it? Yeah, um, you're talking about like if I help create the bomb and then the bomb hits the thing. And yeah, the and like so, like you could either go the path of like making so much money and going with the CAA and oh, probably get right. paid millions of dollars, yeah. or like going for the girl yeah yeah i mean i think the the duality was that n- none of it's ever guaranteed but you could tell like within the movie that it like made stellan Skarsgård like dumbfounded when he's like yeah but like what's he living for he's like what do you mean what is he living for like it, he couldn't even wrap his head around like, mm-hmm. and like he, he would make fun of robin Prize. williams yeah. for like so what you got a girl out of it and it's just like, yeah, but you don't understand, like, the the path you're going down will maybe help lead more people to get to know more things, but it's never-ending. Intelligence is never-ending. Yeah. So if you want to set your entire life's goal to maybe passing the baton five yards down the, the line, by all means, job well done. Or do you want to make memories with people that you love? Mm-hmm. There's just going to be, 
you know, I think greater value in that. And, mm-hmm. um, and then you get to the point where Will's starting to tackle that and he's like, I, he gets really nervous. So he basically just starts making up like the grandest excuses to get out of it. Like, I'm just, what happens if I, blah, 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 blah. like, it's the longest excuse. Yeah ever given to anything but um yeah dude i think in the end you don't take anything with you Mm -hmm. except for you know who you have in your life Mm -hmm. you know and so no matter how much quote-unquote financial success you've achieved here in the end does it really matter Mm -hmm. i mean yeah it's great to provide for your you know family and kids and all that stuff but like isn't it just also better to have Have. family and kids you know like instead of yeah being able to just provide for you know like Mm -hmm. i think it there needs to be more of that and so it feels very much like an about time in that sense Mm. living living in the moment living with the people around us yeah that's a great connection yeah that's like really good Mm. i forgot about that you forgot about about time the greatest i didn't forget about that but like the the connection (laughs) Connection i didn't think of it is like I have this great gift and I'd actually be willing to just not use it because mm-hmm. it's just better to live every life or every day. Like, like it's a great day. Yeah. You like, know? It, yeah. like I don't, it doesn't have to worry me. Oh, I'm just thinking about, about time. And these, these two movies are making me very emotional. They both have, uh, <laughs> uh, they're making me cry. Yeah. Um, again, another great Robin Williams scene again, like the, picking people over things. Um, the Red Sox game mm. and hitting the home run and oh, him right. being like, I'm, I found I found her like mm-hmm. I found a girl and like I don't care what was I would I was gonna go to Game Six of the World Series and have this a beautiful moment and the oh, stands yeah. would be crazy like I found her like I found mm-hmm. what I want to live my life yeah and just like having that be like yeah hey that whole build up and he's like and then you went there he's like nah I didn't make it no, I didn't listen to it. it oh it's, <laughs> it's so like, good ah. oh it's so good <laughs> oh it's like oh the socks go socks baby yeah and, and then, then Will's just like oh and then that and then he's like nah I didn't even get yeah, to go didn't, they didn't see it no she like, like oh. she like what was it didn't she get sick or something she like he had to like help her no he just like oh he just bumped he just, into her and he's like never mind this is the girl yeah he they, yeah. they met at the bar and he's like yep yeah, sorry guys I'm gonna yeah. hang out with her yeah and then he's just like, well, there's just a lot of like profound moments where it's like the obvious thing is you're going to go to the World Series. You're mm-hmm. going to go make, you know, all this money you're going. It's yeah. like, doesn't matter, dude. Yeah. Like in the end, like, you know, not that you can't experience those fun things and gain wealth and all that stuff. Yeah. It's just like it should never be your primary motivator. Mm-hmm. You know, I think this this movie kind of warns you against it. Yeah. Um, The other thing, too, is. I think it also expresses, um, this may be, this is my opinion, but I don't, I don't know how many people would disagree with me, is how profound um, having someone older in your life mm. who cares for you yeah. and how far that can go. Mm-hmm. Granted, this is a completely manufactured story, but I think it's hitting on some very like real themes. He didn't really have a good father figure. So he kind of has just learned to say screw you to anybody of like authority and just make his whole life against that. But finally having somebody just be patient with him, you know, that was the cool thing too, was like Robin Williams, his entire um, strategy was never to like fix him within like one session. Yeah. And that's what everyone else is 
kind of seemed they were like. hoping for like the quick fix let's mm-hmm. get you to here let's get you like they treated him as a machine whereas robin williams treated him as like a person, a person. Uh-huh. yeah oh. so good dude so how does that like it's just such an interesting movie to to have your dad show you in my opinion just yeah. to be like hey this this guy has father issues anyways <laughs> yeah well but it sounds like like it just like it yeah my my dad would just he'll he's more of like hey i experienced something dope you should check this out yeah it's not like hey i'm only going to show you ones with strong father figures mm. in them, you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and the beauty of it is is like anybody could be robin williams mm-hmm. to any other person mm-hmm. like that could be an older brother mm-hmm. that could be just a good friend that could be a father of of somebody who doesn't have a father you know or something like that and um and the the biggest thing was like he didn't actually like fix his stuff he no. like will still had to do the work but he just helped him like he listened he kind of called him out on his bs from time to time and then just was like he ultimately just was made him know that no matter how sarcastic you are you you will have to f- come face to face with what you're hiding from mm-hmm. you know and was just patient with him you know mm-hmm. and that was really cool so yeah i think part of the beauty of robin Moon's character is that like he is he isn't just like oh will you're, you're like like listening to will and be like oh sorry i feel so sorry for you but he has that pushback he has that like tough love with him or like mm-hmm. and even like he hears will's words mm-hmm. and like lashes out himself but then he like admits his wrongs mm. like, mm. and he's like, look, Hey, like I understand like why you said that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, he just like was very mature and then it's just like, was like, Oh man, that's like who you want to, who oh, you yeah. want to be. And like, yep. he's just a great role model. Yeah. Um, and so again, Rob Williams. Yep. My guy. Go dude. Love him. Love him. Um, let's see. I have, uh, beginning of this movie if you have anything else you want to talk about um Go for it. i just love how that uh it, within like 10 minutes of this movie our main character is beating up another person and gets arrested <laughs> <laughs> and like this is who we're rooting for i'm like yeah oh wait yeah. wait is this good yeah it's just like hey tommy we were in you remember me we were in kindergarten pop oh it's so good <laughs> it's just so aggressive and i just love that yeah. it just made it feel like it was all it was very like boston camaraderie you know mm-hmm. and it was just like they're in the car they're in the car you know they're in the car and they're in the car by the harbor and they're like they, they pull over and like matt damon wants to fight the guy and, and the other people are like yeah sure whatever let's go yeah. oh that's true i do remember they're like hey we're fighting they're like all right we're fighting yeah just like, here we go it just feels yeah. so like i don't know it just feels like i don't know community it's yeah. just like, hey, we're gonna fight this guy. And it's like, wait, we're gonna if we were gonna fight this guy, we should have done it at the bar or whatever. It's just like, yeah. I don't know. And then Casey Affleck joins, and mm. that's funny. Casey Affleck, classic. That's the other cool message too: is that community is important. Um, but I mean, you want to talk about maturity? How about some guy who has realizes that his life is probably going to stay mm-hmm. the same the, this entire time, but realizes that his friend has so much more potential, right? That he's willing to be like, hey, like, don't don't waste your gift. And if that means I don't get get to be your friend in the end, I would rather never be your friend, mm-hmm. and you get to to do what you get to do. Yeah. Then you know, and there's that's that's cool. I I don't think you should ever feel guilted into being like just because you have like 
just because you really are good at math doesn't mean hey you should just do math forever but there there is a beauty in like him i love you so much that if i have to not have you in order for you to have a better life by all means yeah i will pick that for you it's a crazy like yeah maturity and like Mm -hmm. again like another tough love thing where it's like man i i I feel like i don't do that at all where it's just like oh yeah everyone just like Mm -hmm. do whatever you want and just like having that like having uh i don't know if i could ever say to someone like that of like a friend of mine Mm -hmm. be like hey if you if you were like to like grow up and make a million dollars and you go move Mm -hmm. to california or whatever and it's like like you should do that and Mm -hmm. like I don't want to be your friend anymore. It's like, it feels so like, oh, like the coming from that tough love spot is like so cool. Yeah. Like to be like, Hey, you're, 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 you're destined for like greatness. And like, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be where I am, where I am. I'm great for where I am, but where, where I am is not where you're supposed to be. Yeah. I mean, it's the, the way like he sees his giftings and goes, man, like the things I would do if I could do what you did, mm-hmm. I would be out of here in a heartbeat. Like you need to see that. Like, yeah, there's some beauty in like what we get to do, but we're making the most with what we have. I see that you have much more. Mm-hmm. You don't need this, you yeah. know, if if you don't want it, you know, and stuff. I just, yeah. And that, I think that's part of what makes me also just go like, how the hell did two 20-year-old kids yeah, have, right? like, the depth of knowledge to talk like they're, you know, 60 years old. Like, we've we've lived this life and you should, you know, it's like bro like when i was like i i I hardly got hurt by the time i was like i can't even think of like the depths of like hurt like i i almost wonder like was this based off of someone like that they knew because like it's just how do you know the depths of like what made you take this turn and that turn in the story and it's just like dang i mean i get it more people probably helped them out and and whatnot but yeah but like like, in general it's it's still like yeah it just felt amazing it felt so authentic that in the end you're like damn oh hope these guys are okay like i or at least at their in their 20s i hope i hope matt damon like this wasn't actually his childhood or something you know where i just i just want to figure out matt damon's age yeah i think they had to have been about 20 21 ish okay so he's 51 years old right now he was born in 1970 so he was 27 when you wrote when this movie came out so he was like 25 so like still mid 20s like that'd be us writing this right now yeah we could probably do we can we can make good will hunting. We can probably make a good will hunting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You know what a greatest movie of all time? Yeah, you can you and I could do that. Yeah, like we got like half an hour tonight. Let's write the Godfather. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you saying? <laughs> you know, just like you know, really in depth, like broken childhood, just some other guy who's like lived like a full life as a wife dead. like how the hell what the <laughs> You're insane, dude. We could do it. Yeah. It does give me hope, though, to be like, uh, you can still write beautiful things even if you haven't experienced, you know, like, sometimes you can get caught in, like, oh, you need to have experienced everything, because it probably would make it more authentic, but, like, at 25 years old, I mean, who knows what these guys have actually gone through, so yeah. to write something like that insane was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I think it's safe to say we love this movie. Yes, we do love this movie. Um, I have more about Matt Damon. Oh, yes, yes. We need to figure out the closure of <laughs> what's your Matt Damon thing. I forget. Is there anything else you want to say about this movie? Because we're going to take a huge tangent. Um. Oh, right. Yeah, I know what you mean by Matt Damon. You think all of this. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, shout outs to Mini Driver. Yep. 
has one of the most inappropriate but hilarious jokes in the oh movie. Oh, my gosh. Um, let's see what else. Casey Affleck, God bless you. That other guy and their crew that yeah. gets beat up a lot. Um, I think... Yeah, I think like if you want to... I think both Ben Affleck's scene where he's interviewing and Goodwill Hunting's, because his first name's Good, um, yeah, is uh, um, coming up with the excuse to not do it, are both just like amazing for being like some of their first Stop. big things, but also just like in general. To do that many lines back to back to back in a single shot, that's some stuff. Yeah. Like if you want to go back and just watch like somebody pop off acting once, yeah. that was awesome. That's this movie, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's a great movie. Love it. You want to go in some weird territory? Yeah. Oh, first, first. So, would you say that every movie that you love that's mm. going into this book is technically a ten out of ten? Um, no. Well, it, okay. personally, it's a 10 out of 10 to me. That's what I'm saying. Would yeah. you say, like, it's maybe a 7 out of 10, but to me personally, it's a 10 out of 10? Like, I would say that both. For the case of Goodwill Hunting, this is like a 9, at least. Okay. But there's just that extra, like, emotional thing that, yeah. like, to you personally. This movie connected to me, and so this is why it could be in the book. Like, El Dorado, I know, is like a 7 out of 10 for most people, but for me, right. I have such a history with it. It's a 10, it's an yeah. 11 out of 10. I love yeah. that. Like, so. For the book, yes. There's some movies where it's like, hey, this isn't the best movie, and I mm-hmm. know that, but I connected with it. But this one is like, this is like a really good movie. Like, yeah. I think undoubtedly this is a good movie. So I think, yeah, I think it'll be, that. I just wanted to say that as like a warning since this is like our first one, is we are by no means saying that this, these movies will be technically 10 out of 10 masterpieces, mm-hmm. but because of something that we clicked with or something that during that time the you know there will be there's going to be movies in our lifetime where it's like where were you when Mm -hmm. and these are going to tend to be those movies for us because there's something that resonated with us beyond it so it may not be a masterpiece to the masses right but for us personally we love them and so i think about time is a great example i think endgame i think dune like yeah like those aren't 10 out of 10 movies like there's stuff there that's like oh it's not like technically shot well it's like oh this little thing didn't make sense but like personally like that's what Mm -hmm. the beauty of cinema is is like this movie can be so impactful to you it's like Mm -hmm. this is a 10 out of 10 to me yeah exactly we can kind of like look past the the review score yeah i don't even know if i could give us like i would say nine but like i would say just i love this movie Mm mm-hmm so if you haven't, if like, if I, if I were to like have see someone who hasn't seen it, we're like, hey, you should watch this movie. Yes. Like, exactly. it's just like, it's an automatic recommendation for these me. These movies will always be something that like, oh, you haven't seen a movie? Well, let me get you started. Yeah. These are just like, it's a favorite movie of mine. It's yeah. either a gateway movie or like once you've seen a couple, we think these might be the pinnacle of like that type of movie or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So. I agree. Okay. Cool. I just wanted to clarify. Yeah. No, that's good. Let's get into the, <laughs> Mama Mia. the Damon CU. Uh, so first off, I got pretty obsessed with Matt Damon after I saw Good Will Hunting. Of course you did. Um, and I randomly looked up, um, like, I was, I was curious to see, like, st- stuff about, so I, like, I, I looked up his birthday and whatever, and underneath that was, like, his kid's names. And so his kid's name is Gia, 
Zavala Damon. Wow. You think he named him after you? Yes, 100%. So, um... <laughs> named her after you. Sorry. Yes. Uh, so, Matt Damon has a child named after me, um, and that's 100% true, and you can look that up. Um, but that just made me very happy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at me like, okay. There is more, though, right? Oh, there's way oh, more. okay. Yeah. <laughs> They were just like, hey, just get this out of the way, because we're about to take a big old tangent. His daughter has the same middle name as me. Anyway, have a good night, everyone. It's like, what is going on? Okay. No, no, we're, this, we're still leading up to the tangent. I just wanted to say. You're that. unpredictable enough, though, that I would expect you to just be like, hey, right? And then be done. And it's like, dude. Anyway. Hey, got to keep it fresh. Got to keep it spicy, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. The big tangent is after, yes, I saw Goodwill Hunting. Um, and obviously, yeah, I saw Jason Bourne and. Yes. Saving Private Ryan and other Matt Damon movies. Oceans. Oceans yeah. one, 11, 12, and 13. Mm-hmm. Um, and then The Martian was coming out, and I saw and I read the book, and I, I saw the Matt Damon, I saw Matt Damon, Mr. Mars, and I was like, this is a great movie. <laughs> yeah. Got it. <laughs> Nick, you're going to have to hold on for a second here. <laughs> uh, Mr. Mars. I just don't want to give you what you're looking for right now, which is me laughing so hard. Oh, I want it so bad. Give it to me, Nick. I can see, I can see the joy that's coming from this. <laughs> it hurts. Okay, so I came up with the idea. You know how there was the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Yes. Well, the only thing you have to change is the first name. You keep it the MCU, the real MCU. The Matt Damon. The Matt and maybe do MDCU or whatever. The, <laughs> the the MDECU. Yeah. The Matt Damon <laughs> Matt so the technical name actually is the Damonverse, but we can say the MDCU for those. Wait, the technical term of something you made up? Yeah. Oh, okay. There's a te- okay, got it. Because <laughs> I invented it. So I think that every you know how every Marvel Cinematic movie is in the same universe. I think every single Matt Damon movie is in the same universe. Okay, and evidence. Evidence. Mamma mia, how much time do you got? <laughs> He's like, I thought you'd never ask. Here's, here's what I think. Okay, here's the basic timeline. Uh, Mr. Private Ryan. <laughs> yes, comes is, back from war. Comes back from war, has a, has a son, and Named. who has a son, okay. who, is, who is Mr. Goodwill Hunting. Mr. Goodwill Hunting. Um, okay. And that man is a genius. Yep. He's just he can he figures out numbers, math very well. Um and his he at the end of this movie, he's from Boston. He's at the end of this movie, he drives out to California. Correct. On his way to California, there's a movie called Rounders. Yes, where he with, really with, good with at, he's really yeah. good at poker. Yeah, great movie. Math. How, you got to be really good at math to be so good at poker. Right? Well, hunting is in is, Rounders. Is in Rounders. Okay. I think that it's the same. The same person. Same Will it's, hunting. it's it's Mr. Will Hunting. He just changes his Mr. name Mr. because Mr. Will Hunting. Mr. Will Hunting. <laughs> <laughs> Willie the Hunt, got it. <laughs> Willie Willie Walker the chocolate hunting sauce. You know what I mean? Okay. Hurry, <laughs> we're losing them, Michael. We're losing them. You guys can stop listening at this point. I, I'm, we may cut this out. It's okay. No, we're not. We're keeping it forever. We're gonna but... call this movies you love. Good hunting, and also Michael goes crazy for ten minutes. <laughs> And the Wonkaverse or whatever. Okay. The Willy Willy Wonka Damon. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so he goes. He goes with um, 
Edward Norton or whoever. Yep. And he 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 like he finds his tool of poker of counting because he's a math genius. He then goes to a little place called Las Vegas. Yes. I and... don't like how you're looking at me right now. <laughs> you're scaring me. You're really like intense. You're like goes to this little city called Las Vegas. Ever heard of it? Ever heard of it? <laughs> and he teams up with a team to do some crime because he needs some money because he's because he's you know he's he's broke. Interesting. So he he needs some money. So you think Oceans? <laughs> I think the eleven is still Will Hunting. Yeah. That's Ocean's 11, that's 12, a stretch. He's a little shy in that movie. You you don't know that. You, it could, it's just like a different... I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know that. He's so not good while hunting in that movie. Anyway, he continue. On, he's he's he he has a background of of being a little you know a little bit of a shady guy. Maybe he grows. Maybe like shady. The... Maybe, but not like this guy. Literally was like, "Hey, remember me from kindergarten?" <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Like he's not shy. You can you can develop as a character as a person. Okay, so maybe he's undercover. Yeah. Okay. So, yes, <laughs> it's gonna You're get losing it's me. gonna get worse. <laughs> okay. It's gonna get worse. Okay. Then he becomes a puppet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, well, that's 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 a parody. That's a parody. That's a parody. Okay, okay, so yeah. that's not actually Matt Damon. Yeah. Matt that's Damon. a parody. Okay. Matt Damon. <laughs> um. So he goes. He does. He does that, and then he goes to. Um. Man, it's been a while since I've explained this, this. little place called Mars. Well. <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. Um. <laughs> so we um. He then like, he's like tired of making money. Oh man, it's been a hot minute. But this is this is not gonna make sense. But it's already not gonna make sense. It's gonna make more not sense because I haven't okay. talked about this in a while. But like he's he's like tired of making money, so he retires and he buys a zoo. Okay. And he like has his kids or whatever, and he like has a zoo, and it's like, oh, you know what? Great. I'm like, uh, you know, I'm family time. But he gets mm-hmm. bored. Of and course. so he's like, you know what? I want to, with my genius powers, no, actually the zoo comes later. We're, we're sorry. The, <laughs> after, after Oceans, he's like, I want to keep doing some criminal stuff. So he becomes Jason Bourne. Where he forgets who he Where is. Where he forgets who he is. Classic. Classic. And he does all of Jason Bourne. Then he gets the zoo because he retires. Because right. now he has the money. Because now he has the money. And he's like, you know what? I don't want to be part of Mr. Jason Bourne's. Um, but then he gets bored. What about of, the talented Mr. Ripley? <laughs> we're get, that's that's just that's just Goodwill Hunting, but different. Well, that happened before any of the movies that you just mentioned. I, I haven't. I can't say every single movie. <laughs> okay, Nick, this is a broad sorry. stroke. This is a broad stroke. <laughs> okay, okay? <sorry>. <clears throat> that takes place around the same time as Goodwill Hunting. Okay, got it. Okay, look, if you want to spend an hour, I got fifty <laughs> movies to talk about. Okay? <laughs> okay, but I'm doing broad strokes. Broad strokes. Okay, so then he gets tired of being a zookeeper. And all of a sudden, like, you know what? There's more exploration in space. There's more, like, things going on. And so he signs up for the Ares 3 program to go to Mars. Okay. <laughs> and so he goes. No, no, Nick. hold on. <laughs> I need to pause you there. You know what? He's lived in a zoo and he goes, you know what? There's just not enough exploration here. I need to go to space. Yes. What's he explore? Okay, got it. Okay. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, he's a genius. He's a botanist. He's, he's smart. A, he's a He's a botanist. No, you're not a... Okay. Anyway, he bought on. a zoo. He has to grow plants. <laughs> okay. Okay. Continue. Continue. This is foolproof. This is foolproof, Nick. So he goes... He yes. goes... He goes to space. And why would we spend so much money to bring one person back if it wasn't Jason Bourne? It's an inside job, Nick. The government was trying to get Jason Bourne back off Mars. That makes the most sense, right? So that's why they spend so much money to get him back, and they bring him back. And you know what they do? They they take Jason Bourne, and you know he's such a good, like, agent, a good specimen, a good person. 
are like a good like kind of tool to use. So they, they, they clone him. They clone him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. They clone him and they put him on another space mission. Yeah. To he an would, ice planet. Technically, that one came out first. Interstellar came out first. Yeah, but it's in future wise, in the timeline, this is that's future Earth. Okay. That the the, the movie is doesn't matter when it released. Doesn't matter when it was released. Okay. No, no, no. It's oh, okay. it's all timeline wise. So like that okay. movie was released in like twenty sure. like fifty or something, right? I don't know exactly, but like fair enough. That's in the future, so that's not Matt Damon. That's a clone. Of... <laughs> okay. Yep. That's a clone that's of a, Matt Damon. That's a clone of Jason Bourne. Because yep. do you know his name in that movie? His name is Man. Yeah, something Man. It's just Man. Doctor Man. Doctor yeah. Man. What kind of generic name do you give man? Yeah. Like, come on, that's a that's a clone name. Okay. Anyways, you know the movie Elysium. Yeah, <laughs> he's Where also he in that. <laughs> he's also in that. <laughs> that's the future. Then also future, future, future was this movie Titan A.E. where he's saving humankind. So Jason Board's great, 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 great grandson is saving the human race. Okay. I mean, it checks out to me. Yeah. No. No. no there's no. Here. Yeah, no problems with that at all. I'm very, I'm very happy. And the MDECU, baby. MDECU, the Damonverse. The Damonverse. So every mm-hmm. single Matt Damon movie is in the same universe. At, at me. Let's do a let's do a deep dive eventually on all Matt Damon <laughs> movies and figure out how this timeline works. Oh, I have it written out. Oh, okay. Got yeah. It. I just haven't looked at it in a long time. It's like that Charlie Day meme where you're just like coming. Oh like, yeah, that that picture is me talking about Matt Damon. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. Is he like your boy? Like, if you had to pick a boy, like that's Matt Damon. I just think it's funny. I mostly it's turned into a meme for myself mm. to be like every single movie is in Matt Damon's. So I'm like trying to figure out how each movie how it all connects. Yeah, you know the last duel. That's just great, 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 whatever of Matt Damon. That's right. As, that yeah, and the great the Great Wall, same thing. Okay, the Great Wall. Yeah. Nice. Um. Yeah. No qualms here. That's pretty much it. Sick. Okay, well, that's our uh, first episode on <laughs> movies we love, and uh, I guess the actors we love too, which is Matt Damon. I just, yeah, yeah. Any questions about uh, <laughs> the Damonverse the validity of of Michael's Damonverse? <laughs> Michael's please Damon. ask away. Yeah, email us at notusunitedpod at gmail dot com. Yeah. <laughs> Thousands of emails. We're gonna get Nick. Thousands of emails. Amazing. Well, you've probably heard about uh, Goodwill Hunting by now, but uh, now you've heard from us, not us, United. That's right. Thanks, we'll everyone. see you later. <laughs> I need a break. <laughs> you've just listened to Not Us United. You can find us under Not Us United on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. Please leave us a review and consider subscribing to our podcast. You can reach out for future podcast topic suggestions at notusunitedpod at